Welcome to Real Mouth, a show about movies and why we hate them. Please welcome your hosts, Jaded Anti-Critics, Train and Mark. 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 Train? Train? Did, did you hear the news? News? News. Nudes? <laughs> Not nudes. News. News. Yeah. Um, we said, who, who, who did we say was going to come on the podcast today from the last episode? Patrick Bateman, right? The, yeah. Yeah, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. He, he's supposed to be on the podcast today. Is he not? Uh, no, he he. Um, because actually, we just found out that he's not a real person. Oh fuck! That's right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Patrick, maybe it's actually a movie <laughs> character from oh. um, American Psycho. Who would have thought? Next, we're gonna find out the dude in Drive isn't real. Mark, don't even say that. That's not real. <laughs> that like, <laughs> of course he's. I mean, I said like he's real. Like, don't don't even say that shit to me, bro. Right. Um, anyways, we do have. Um, I did manage to find a special guest to replace Patrick Bateman. He's yeah, he's he's a celebrity that we've actually said we was gonna come on before, but he ended up not coming. But yeah. now, but now he's here. We got him. All right, Mark. Can I get a drum roll, please? Can I get a round of applause for Mister? Kanye West. <gasps> That's right. Kanye. That's right. I got Kanye West on Holy the show. Shit. All right, Kanye, you want to come out here? Good morning. I already knew this, and I'm freaking out. Oh, that was him. Do you hear that? That's him. Good what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on the show, Kanye. Uh, how was the flight to to uh, Los Angeles? Good morning. Oh, oh, it was a, it was good. It, it was a good morning. Fortnite balls, I'm gay. Uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know if we can have him on anymore. Um, what the freak, Kanye? Yeah, Kai, what do you got? Kai, what? Kai, what the hell was that? What's going on? Good morning. Okay, I don't. Oh, I get. It. <laughs> I think we can forgive that. Okay, right. I I don't think Kanye's very. Uh, he's not feeling super talkative right now. But uh, no, he he can just stand by and listen. What are you saying so much, Train? Kanye. Good Kanye, morning. how you doing? Ah! <laughs> Look at that, Train. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. He he, he does want to, yeah. He's feeling very talkative. Yeah, he's super talkative. Anyways, uh, can I get another round of applause for, for, for Kanye West? The Kanye. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> what you have to say for that, Kanye? Good morning. <laughs> Hey, it's always a good morning it's all, with this guy. It's always a good morning. <laughs> 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 uh, um, let's let's get to to the podcast. Oh, we didn't even introduce the fucking podcast yet. Welcome to the fourth episode of Real Mouth. I am yeah. your host Tyler Huang, and I am joined by my co-host Mark McCleskey. Hello. And of course, you've you've already uh, been introduced, the Mister One and Only Kanye West. Good morning. Look, Kanye. Whoa. <laughs> How do we do that? How do we get Kanye in here? Dude, I'm t- he's, I still can't believe it. I, I mean, ever since the, what, first episode? Yeah, first episode. Oh, no, that was Markiplier. 
wait, I forget what <laughs> forget which episode he was supposed to be on. But anyways, he's been begging us to be on the show again. So because we're such nice people, we gave him an, like a second chance to come on to the show. So yeah, real we're real charitable. We should be charitable. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a sip real quick of my alcoholic beverage. Ah, yeah, you gotta fucking swig it around. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Kanye, you got you drinking anything right now? Good morning. Oh, <laughs> is that like a coffee brand? That, Kanye? It's just drinking coffee at 10 p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Um, uh, well, so, 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 what, what, what we got? What we got planned for this episode, Mark? Like, like, what are we talking about? Uh, well, let's start with just what's going on right now. Uh, be, like, as you guys know, we're the most unprofessional film podcast. We're definitely not film journalists. We're just going to give our thoughts on some stuff. Like, Oscar nominations just dropped. Did I... What you feel about that? I legit, like, I haven't paid attention to the, to the Oscars in fucking probably a decade now. Right. And, and, and the only I... thing that I've heard about this year's Oscar... Is the fact that um, the only person to get nominated from Barbie was <laughs> Ryan Gosling. <laughs> right. Like, as it did get some other nominations, right, right. but as far as, like, the women involved, it seems, like, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I actually, I still haven't watched it, so I can't say much. Really? I, nope, I have not watched Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you gotta. I, I probably will, I probably will. Just... Um, I, I just, I don't yeah. like movies, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate movies. God, fucking hate Yeah. <laughs> Everything on my letterbox, one star. One star? How about zero? <laughs> yeah. Um, I started paying attention to the Oscars that one year. I felt like the films in that, you know, that it exposed me to were really good. There was, like, Parallel Mothers um, that year, uh, Drive My Car. Um, was Drive My Car... Was was that 2021 or 2020? I think it might have been 2021. Let's take a look. Yeah, because Drive, Drive My Car is, like, one of my favorite movies. Like, that of all was... time. 2021 20, oh 2021 yeah that makes sense yeah yeah that film um worst person in the world parallel mothers drive my car that 2021 i think it it must have been the 2021 oscars right yeah yeah that sounds about right the, like that was a good lineup like i was like okay this yeah. seems cool yeah i <laughs> i watched i think yeah in 2021 i watched basically every film that came out that year because it was COVID and we still yeah. lockdowns and I was at the theaters twice a week. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, I legit watched every single movie that year. <laughs> yeah, I, me and my brother, we went and saw the lineup of the animated nominations too and that was yeah. really cool. Um, King Richard, I think, was my favorite film of 2021. Uh, really? Yeah, I love King Richard. Oh, Drive My Car, I think. And I mean, well, like all three of those that I said, you yeah. know, I really love them. But drive my car, you know, <sighs> masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that's yes. three years ago. Yeah. Talking about twenty twenty three. What are we talking about? Um, I th 
uh, I'm not too impressed with a lot of the nominations. They just look like big budget Hollywood movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And and to be fair, I can't say much because I haven't watched most of these. Yeah, um, like yeah. I'm happy to see Godzilla got one. I really think Godzilla minus one deserved a lot more. But then, yeah, it is nominated for visual effects instead of writing or anything else. Yeah, The Killer, another great film from David Fincher in the past year, you know, no nomination there. You know, which I sort of get, but in my opinion, it was a solid movie worth some sort of recognition. Yeah, um, I know we talked about Napoleon. Napoleon at least got a few nominations on here. Yeah. Um, Napole- Napoleon's silly, though. Again, that fits in that, like, big-budget movie gotcha. standpoint. Right, right. Um, yeah, I haven't watched most of the films on here. Um, the animated films, I guess that's the ones I've kind of watched. I haven't watched Born in Heron yet. I still gotta watch that. You gotta. That's the only one in the animated film category that I really feel, you know, good about. Yeah. Uh, Elemental is on there, too. I haven't watched Elemental, though. Oh, I haven't watched Elemental either. Yeah. Oh, no. The, Mm. the character, the fire girl in Elemental... She makes me like, damn, Auga, Auga, Auga the fire girl, damn, look, dude. Kanye, what you got to say about that? Good morning. Oh, you had to think about it for a while. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Kanye brought an air horn? Good morning. Oh, shit. Dude, Kanye's just on some different shit right now, bro. I don't know if we should invite him back at this point, Train. <laughs> Fortnite balls, I'm gay. Oh, uh, Kanye. Kanye, you can't be saying you can't be saying that kind of shit, Kanye. Fortnite balls. Yeah. I, also, I didn't, I didn't know you was LGBTQ plus. That's kind of cool. Good morning. Whoa. <laughs> Good morning, indeed. Good morning. <laughs> All right. Um. So, anyways, about the Oscars, it's no, it's it's just the nominees. We'll just have to see who wins. Um. Do you know? Yeah. Do you know when they happen? I do not. Um, I don't really. Yeah, I have care to, wait, at this point. The Oscar, this year. the Oscars twenty twenty four will air live Sunday, March tenth. Okay. March tenth. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. It is usually yeah. I know we talked a little bit, you know, looking forward to see what's in con this year. Yeah, the con. Um, I feel like, you know, we're talking about, like, actually good films and, like... <laughs> but, okay. but, but, like, like, like... I know what you mo- mean, Movies though. that are deserving of of yeah of an award. I think it's, there, it's the con. I don't know what's going on with the Academy. I feel like this is pretty typical, though. But yeah, con... they have good years, they have bad years. This is definitely one of the yeah. not good years for for mid, Oscar. Very mid. And it's not like it's not any good movies. Um, but see, I haven't watched this yet. But I tend to really love international films coming out of Japan. One of the reasons why I love Drive My Car so much and you too. Um, mm, Perfect Days yeah. is nominated. Oh, it it was Ooh. nominated for the the Palm Door at the Con Festival. It did not win, but it won. Some I think it won best actor, so I I'm, mm. I'm gonna add that to my uh, my list. Perfect days. Gosh. Apparently it's it's it was filmed and produced in Japan, but it was produced by like some British guy, German guy, some German guy, oh. Wim Wenders. I don't know who that is. 
Oh, yeah, Vim Vendors. Yeah. Um, oh, Vim Ven. Oh, that's I've like been, German. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get you to watch some of his films. Uh, Wings of Desire. Right, right. Great ass movie. All of his films are really fun. All right, then yeah. So yeah. So now you know he has another one. Perfect days. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Look- um, some other stuff. Wait, where are you saying? Right, you, you go ahead. Um, Frankenstein seems to have a more solidified cast. Um, all star there, Guillermo del Toro. So that's one I'm definitely looking for. Right, right. Forward to. Um, what was? There was something else. Deadpool coming out this year. Bleh. Um. It was something else. I forget. Um, Probably doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Expats? I've heard, like, stuff about expats, but I don't know. Wait, are they making... Is there a Ted remake? Ted remake? There's a, there's a 2024 Ted. Oh, this is new. Um, Supergirl got casted for James Gunn's DC um, oh, okay. DC movies. Oh, um, okay, okay. Uh, Millie Alcock from House of the Dragon. Gotcha. I I don't think I've really seen her in much, but that's neat. Okay. Looking forward to what James Gunn's gonna do with the DCU. You're right. You're right. Uh, um. Oh. Um. Oh yeah. End of Valentine's Day. Mark, train. I want to talk about. I know exactly what you're gonna talk Come about. Come on, Madam Web. I'm not watching train. Madam Web. Train Dakota Johnson. Do it. Do it for. Do it for Dakota Johnson. Do it for Dakota. I don't care about Dakota Johnson. <laughs> Come on, Train. She said. Uh, remember what she said, Train. I think I sent you that video. I maybe. She, what did she, what'd she, she say? She promised we'll like it. She said. She said. In fact, she thinks we'll like it so much we'll see it twice, Train. Okay. So that, it, we'll see if that holds if true. That, if it doesn't hold you, I'm looking up get a lawyer and sue the hell out of her for wasting my time. <laughs> how long is this movie? Do you know how long this movie's gonna be yet? I have no idea. Probably an hour and a half. It's the the Sony vs. Spider Spider movie. Dude, Dakota how old Dakota Johnson. She's not like young. How old is she? Thirty four. Thirty four. Yeah, she's she's you know, still looking good though. Still looking good. <laughs> that how we ranking actresses now? Hey, that's just, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ranking. I'm just saying, you know, she aged well. She aged well. Uh, well, I don't, I, I don't know if it's gonna be as much of a mess as M- Morbius, which is I, concerning to me. It just seems like it's gonna be mid. I am not. I have not watched Morbius because my friends tell me I just shouldn't waste my time. <laughs> really? You not even for the silliness of it? <laughs> I really don't want to watch it. Really... You gotta, you gotta have the right friends to be able to laugh at okay. it. There's so much in it that's just so okay. Um, it's not so bad. It's good. It's so mid. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's mid. So it's like it's a watchable film. Uh, like, sort of. Like, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Like, it's pretty bad. But <laughs> speaking of um, fa- one of my favorite films, like um, Morbius is one of my favorite films. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Connie, <laughs> do you like Morbius? Good morning. I don't know what that means. Oh. Does, he, does that mean he likes it? I don't know. 
Remember, it's reminded me a lot of when Gandalf was talking to Bilbo, and he's like, do you mean it's a good morning or a morning to be good? You know, like, good morning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, speaking of favorite films, <laughs> um, Pulp Fiction was released 30 years ago. Oh, yeah, and Doctor Strangelove turned 60 yeah. as well recently. Pulp Fiction is now, uh, I don't know if it's 30 yet. I know it's turning 30 at least in sometime in 2024, though. Uh, that would be, I'm getting in my head now, an interesting double feature of Oppenheimer and Doctor Strangelove. That might be something to do. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Right, right. Yeah, maybe we should do that, because I, I haven't watched Doctor Strangelove yet. Um, I, I've, it's... On my list. Kubrick. Yeah, Kubrick. A horrible director, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, Godzilla minus one train. Godzilla minus one? You gotta one? see it. You gotta I see know. it. I, actually, I was trying to watch... Like, um, I was trying to watch it when I went to the theater the other day. But, like, mm -hmm. I didn't... I was on, like, the time crunch, and there wasn't, like, a showing that I could have watched. Ah. So, so, instead, I watched... I told you, ISS... Uh, oh right uh, ISS was I liked it. it it reminded me of like it's like Alien mixed with like Rashomon <laughs> interesting it's kind of like back and forth like you know who to trust and stuff really? yeah it's cool what makes you say Rashomon Rasha wait is, Rash is Rashomon the one with like where they're like trying to figure out the murderer or something right um is that Rash or is that let me let me check. I freak. I, I like, honestly forget. There, there's a Kurosawa film where, like, they're like getting the intel. Yeah, 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 yeah. The different, the different points of view. Right, yeah, right, yeah. That's Rashomon. Okay, yeah. That, that's what I'm. ISS. It's like, yeah, it's a trust that's... film. It's like, imagine, it's like Among Us. It's like you don't know who to okay. trust. <laughs> it's like Among Us. Interesting. Like the thing, almost. <laughs> no, or? it's more like okay. The main plot line is like these people, the Russians and the U.S. are like on, on the ISS, right? There's three U.S., uh -huh. these three Russians, and while they're stuck in the ISS, like they go into war again down on Earth. <laughs> oh, so now, so now each of them they get like this notice from each of their governments that hey, you have, you gotta fucking kill the other guys and take over the ISS right now. <laughs> Interesting. But, so, but like, they don't know if the other people got the message or not. Right. So, so it's like now they're like playing mind games with each other. It's a cool film. I liked it a lot. Okay. Okay. Very. Yeah. The contained nature of being on the space station. Right. Yeah, for and sure. it, and can, it's like it's yeah. weird. It, it kind of shows you like the dynamic, how dynamics change. Like these people have like worked with each other for a long time on the ISS. They're basically like best co-workers best buddies and then suddenly mm. due to national fucking wars now, now they suddenly hate each other <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah it's, you might want to watch it i i think the acting's pretty good um there are some scenes in it where that made it's it's a nice thriller it, it there's right. points in the film where i was just like holy shit that's crazy <laughs> yeah i might need to see that see if what I'm feeling on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sounds interesting. That's cool. Yeah, what? I think that, that was like the only movie I've watched. Oh, I watched... Um, I think I remember telling you about Martin Scorsese's Silence. I don't remember this. Um, 
Uh, so it's based off of um, Shusaka Endo's um, novel okay. of the same name, I'm pretty sure. Silence? Do, 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 do. Yeah, let me make sure that's what it's called. Yeah, Shusak- Shusaku Endo. Okay. I'm probably butchering that pronunciation. No, I mean, I wouldn't know. Bear bear with me. It's okay. Um, yeah, so that, that one's about Jesuit priests in the 17th century going to Japan, and they pretty much go through this whole philosophical torture mm-hmm. of the higher-ups in Japan, right. forcing them to apostatize and killing, you know, innocent Christian believers while they wait for this person to apostatize. It's really interesting and a very, very interesting look at, like, religious tensions and matters of faith. Whoa. Um, Martin Scorsese? Yeah, Martin Scorsese did, um, I think, in 2016, has an adaptation of it with um, Andrew Garfield and Adam Driver. Gotcha. And... um, yeah, gotta uh, look at. But that. I watched, but I watched the first adaptation recently, of the same novel mm-hmm. that came out in the seventies, and it was an interesting comparison. I felt like the civilians and stuff, the Japanese people in it, there was much more because it was made by a Japanese filmmaker. I forget his name at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, the but the. There was an interesting difference between the Western actors playing the priests and the Japanese people. The Japanese people felt like very traditional Japanese um, style of acting, kind of overplayed. Right, right. Like, like the. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like that. Like I forget what it's called. Like the Japanese opera, or whatever. The like theater. Um, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Blanking on me too Kabuki? Right now for some reason. Kabuki, Kabuki. yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the uh, like sort of those influences. But then you have like the very traditional stoic 70s western hero kind of being played by the the main two Jesuit priest actors. It's very it's an interesting contrast. Mm-hmm. Um and I think I'm I can't really tell what the point of like they changed the ending of it. They it's almost like they turned it into a horror thriller meant to like scare people almost. Yeah. It was the ending of it. Um I don't want to spoil the ending of it because it's special enough to be I'll watch like, it. Like worth worth something compared to Scorsese's ending, which I think might follow the book better. I don't know. I haven't read it. Well um, we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah. But it was an interesting comparison between martin scorsese's adaptation and that one but also within that one the comparison between the japanese acting and the western actors i don't know it was cool gotcha gotcha yeah um is that out yet or not yet what do you mean the the one that you're talking about like the the new adaptation yeah wait wait, which one the new adaptation already is okay okay that came out 2016 oh 2016 okay okay um yeah then um which Martin Scorsese's next film. Oh, this is worth talking about for news. Good thing I'm talking about this. Martin Scorsese's next film. I, th- I'm pretty sure I would need to double check this, but I think I saw his next film was going to be an adaptation of Shusaku Endo's A Life of Jesus. A Life so revisiting, of Jesus. Right. So like revisiting the stuff he was working on in Silence with that author, but also revisiting, you know, The Last Temptation of Christ is other movie about jesus all right so 
probably, I don't know, sounds interesting. <laughs> I mean, it should be, it better be interesting. He's like, we're like buddies with him. He better fucking invite us to the like, Mr. Mouth. Mr. Mouth. He's Mr. <laughs> he better invite us to like the first screening. Am I right, Kanye? Am I right? <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Martin Scorsese. Everybody, give a hand for Martin Scorsese. Give him for Mr. Mouth. Oh, come on, Kanye, get those hands moving. Good <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, So, uh, is that, are, are we all done with uh, movie news? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sounds good to me. All right, let's, let's, uh, I don't think we have to formally introduce the theme of this episode yet. Um, zombie movies. I forget. Yes. I forget who came up with it. We, I like. We came up with it like literally the day. These of. were all movies that I've seen. So yeah, I've and I've seen one of them. Heard about two of them, and one of them I have never heard of. So because um, right, I've seen a lot more zombie movies than you. And yeah, we picked out some very unconventional ones here. So right, right. Not traditional zombie movies, but all of them play in that realm, right right in their own right so the first one that we're going to talk about is 28 days later which technically isn't a zombie movie but it is a zombie movie it's, you know what i mean they're like rage virus yeah the fucking rage virus whatever they're zombies yeah and then um Shaun of the dead which kind of mm-hmm. i, I kind of want to talk about Shaun of the dead at last because it makes fun of so much of the not makes fun yeah but like yeah it's almost like a comedic take on on your typical zombie movies. Although none of these are typical. Yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last film, but we'll talk about it in a second. Train to Busan. This was my first time watching it. I'd never even heard of it before you talk yes. about it. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's a good film. Which I'm surprised for because I I think a lot of people know about Train to Busan. Yeah. Even like my my coworker, not. my coworker asked me like what the movies were. And like I talked to Tony Bhutan and he's watching, he loves it. And right. he was surprised that I've never watched it before. But but he's also like he's a bit of a film buff. Mm-hmm. A, a bit of a film buff. So, you know. But I have watched it now, so it's got a lot <laughs> to talk about. So let's let's talk about twenty eight days later. Uh do do you wanna <laughs> recap uh twenty eight days later? Do you wanna recap the the plot real quick or should I do that? Um I mean, I can. Okay. Um, so he's like a bicycle messenger, right? Right. And he gets in a car crash, which is really interesting. You know, ends up in a coma. Right. Wakes up in a hospital, walks around in London. Right. London is completely fucking empty. Exactly. Right. And so then quickly he finds out with the help of these other survivors that this fucking rage virus just completely yeah. took supposedly and presumably at that point the world by storm i i don't know if it's the world or i think they made like a like this comment that like the entire like britain is just completely isolated from the outside world right i think they made something about it spreading to paris france right maybe not paris specifically but like france and america yeah but the level of which isn't really talked about just that it got there mm-hmm. within you know a very short amount of time um yeah it's just a zombie movie not just a zombie movie. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's fun it's i like it it's right it's 
it uses the zombie movie scenario talking about the apocalypse to pretty much look at you know why is it worth fighting to live what right. is their worth about life <laughs> worth fighting for and it gets at that right and and this movie Train Days Lure and Train to Busan has this connection that we'll talk about later once we get to Train to Busan about yeah. like how when facing such a scenario some people just lose all morals for <laughs> they just fucking they just become assholes <laughs> Right, though, like the people in Twenty Eight Days Later, Christopher Eccleston's character—I don't know if you know who I'm talking about. If that, you know is, him by is name. that the is that like the general, the major, the major? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's smart, and he can try to—he tries, you know, to show his view to them, right, and it's, as like upright as he can, right, and but it's, it's completely bad shit. It's bad, sh- and <laughs> yeah, and it's like. Yes, it's kind of an idea, but it's like God, we shouldn't do it. It's like right. what the fuck? And I guess we need to talk more about that. So right. he, there's like Brendan Gleeson. There's um, I forget his character's name. He's the cab cab driver, right? Right, right. Um, um, there's the character Serena, and then Hannah, right? Right, the low the low girl. Hmm. Um. And they get, like, a radio signal that there's, like, a safe haven, and they deliberate about whether it's worth taking the risk. What if they get there and there's nothing, but uh, they, they decide to take they it. They do get there. And at first, the whole the whole area is, like, super warming and welcome to all of them at, at first. Right. And then... <laughs> but enough to make them suspicious. Right, right. <laughs> and it's definitely, like, um, it's weird because it's, like, they're, like, a bunch of, like, military dudes. And it's all dudes, mm-hmm. and it has this, this very kind of macho esque <laughs> feeling about it, right? Right. It's very, very misogynistic. The whole thing. I don't know. Do we want to reveal what their plan is? Uh, I feel like. No. What? Um. Well, spoiler alert! If you want to hear about this, skip forward like a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, skip forward like a minute. All right, Mark, go talk about it. Basically the safe haven all of their hopes are ruined when they find out they're tricking people to come there so that they can start repopulating right. basically sexual getting slavery. women there to use them as sexual slaves exactly because yeah. like they're like we gotta repopulate the earth for all we know everyone's fucking dead so you know <laughs> so they they got selena and hannah this young little girl there and then you know the fucking fuck toying around with them and it's horrible Right. It, it, um, I think I also want to talk about that. I mean, the last, I for me the like the first half to like sixty percent of the movie for me was kind of slow. Right. I, I didn't. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but um, I think the last half of the film definitely is like it ties it all together for me. Right. In some ways, I'm kind of left hanging. If you skip to like about this point, you should be good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're we're done spoiling, but yeah, um, yeah. I think the last half of the film, in some ways, I'm left, you know, hanging, and in some ways, you know, wanting more, something different. But I don't really know what, uh, like, because there's so much you can do with the ending of that movie, right? Um, uh, and the writers even have alternate endings. Right, so I've heard, many of them. I, 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 I haven't. I have not watched them, but from what I've heard. 
they all end with him dying. <laughs> yeah, in some way, like um, either the the two other characters are saved and he's not, right. um, things like that. Um, there's one where apparently he gives a blood transfusion to Brendan Gleeson's character gotcha. and it ends up with like a full transfusion. So it ends up with Brendan oh. Gleeson living oh, the, the and father? him getting infected. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Frank. So he lives and then fucking Sidney Murphy dies. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Is, I'm pretty sure it's Killian. Oh, is it Killian? Um, okay. I think okay, so. Okay. Okay. I, oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, Killian Murphy. Right, right, right. Right. Um, Here we go. My favorite part of the movie, it's like a 10-minute... Oppenheimer. I think I... I I told you this. Um, like, I didn't realize, like, how old is Killian Murphy? Because when I watched, like, uh, 28 Days Later, he looks really young. Right. And, but he looks so old in Oppenheimer. <laughs> I, well, that's there's a twenty year difference. Twenty year there. difference, yeah, but it, it looks way more than twenty years. Right, um, he's only forty. Well, I think in Oppenheimer, had yeah, I think on. in Oppenheimer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, actually, that was I think that was the only at the time the only Killian Murphy film that I've watched. So I I was expecting him to be super old, uh, and yeah. then I watched Twenty Eight Days, and I was like, what the fuck? This guy's young as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the aesthetics, though. There's so much to break down with, like, the digital cameras, sort of. I think at the time, that was supo supposed to make it look more, like, documentary-esque. Right. And more into the the feeling, maybe. Right, right. But it also, of course, makes it a lot cheaper. And in some ways, you know, maybe that helped the film by not needing as big a budget there's less hands involved and it doesn't become you know worn down by the classic romance and all these other things studios like yeah uh, it's I, 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 I really like to say it's very not in a bad way it's it, it's like the colors of the film it's very non-saturated very faded lo-fi it's <laughs> yeah it's surprisingly lo-fi i I, I don't know if I just I didn't know if I just got like a bad copy of the film, but it looked really old. <laughs> like like something <laughs> that like my mom would have recorded me on like a digital camera when I was young. Yeah, so, no, the, there's something like in the film, but I, I appreciate it. There's yeah. something that it adds to. Like there's the scene with the, the fields of flowers and almost becomes right. impressionist, like a Van Gogh painting. Yeah, I, the the only like super colorful part of the film is that last part, <laughs> where right. Where, but, <laughs> yeah, there is some hope with you know the yeah you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, got the air. But coming at by. the same time, it also creates a bleakness to it because now you're wondering that plane. Obviously, it can't be operated by somebody who's been infected. Right, right. So unless it, it gets you asking. Is Britain just been contained, and are they dealing with these problems on their own? What's going on? You know. Yeah, I, it's it's tough. I mean, I think from from the point of the general, um, or like the the major, I think he does think that Britain's just completely left alone, and I think that right. I think that's why he's trying to go through with his plan. And e right. even the um, like the guy who defected, or not defected, but like kind of. He doesn't like the whole, <laughs> the whole idea of his like that. And the one he when he gets locked up with Killian mm -hmm. Murphy, like he also thinks that 
But it's it's a there's film. the climax is also so precise and contained. You right. know, the such a short amount of time, so much happens. Right, and right. And it, it, it's told. From, Parts of it are told from the point of view of somebody on drugs, which makes it like a delirious hellscape of rage right. by Killian Murphy, who's right. not even infected, right. but yeah. yet he's yeah, <laughs> like I, I, like these people. Right, it's 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 crazy. Like, well, was he just like just super mad or something? <laughs> like, what happened in that I, scene? <laughs> I think it was sort of because the film centers so much on rage right i think it sort of shows when rage becomes necessary that right. it is a human thing it's, that we can't it's, escape it's crazy he becomes like a ninja <laughs> right 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 <laughs> he's just he, he literally became like he developed the freaking acrobatics of a monkey <laughs> it is so funny um and then the character the other character you know is like pretty you know she's hesitant at first until he says that fucking killer ass line like that was more than a heartbeat right or right it's like hey yo bitch sort of killed me when you had a <laughs> he killed her that's what happened in the film <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert yeah everyone dies <laughs> it, it's such a like I don't know. It gets at some of the things zombie movies do, but it it it's not quite as heavy-handed as like the political satire of like Romero's zombie movies. Okay. It, it which I know you haven't. I I, watched. That, I, um, I recognize the name. Isn't that Night of the Living Dead? Night of the Living Dead. He's he's done a whole bunch of those movies. Okay. Um. Like the 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 part where they have like you know the the infected person locked up. There's like some things you can there make some connections to Day of the Dead. I'm pretty sure. Right, right. Um, but I don't know. It, it gets at much more of like the larger spectrum of life than most zombie movies. I think really do it uses yeah, the apocalypse uh to really examine, you know democracy and like i said like what's worth fighting for about life where you know where he's got the sunlight shining right. down on him these beautiful sequences yeah yeah it i and i think that's like looking back on it like once you get like i you once i finish the movie it's like you start to appreciate those beautiful sceneries a lot more right because yeah. you don't get a lot of that in other zombie movies. right right and <laughs> and and I can't talk to much about this because I haven't seen that many zombie movies to really talk about it. But I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but I, I know Boyle doesn't consider Terminator this a zombie film. It's what I think. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's fun. I understand that, but the infected people, you know, they're, they're zombies. They're zombies. They're basically zombies. <laughs> Although they're like the scary kind of zombies. They fuck, they're yeah, fucking that, fast think, as hell. <laughs> right. I think it... I'm not sure, but I think it might have been one of the first films to really have fast I, zombies. I would need to double check that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe it. I mean, dude, that's that's just scary. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, is that... yeah, so you want to talk about Train to Busan? Well, first of course, we got we got to rate Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh yes, yes, rate it, uh, Kanye, rate it. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. 
Oh, we're getting the airborne too. Oh, shit. He loves 28 Days Later. You heard it here, folks. He fucking loved you heard it here first, folks. Kanye loves 28 Days Later. He gives it a good morning out of... What the fuck do we... Uh, how do we say that? It's, it's a good morning out of... I, I think good morning means must watch immediately. Watch immediately. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I think in I, terms I do agree with that. I think in terms of zombie movies, I think this is a watch immediately. Cause right. it's it it because it's so influential. Unique. Right? It's, it's, yeah, it's unique, it's influential. It <laughs> Right. You, like you can find references to it in a bunch of right. stuff and now. Like, like uh community and all these other shows yeah. and things, yeah. And even in Tony Busan you can see like <laughs> the level of like feralness of right, yeah right. so i think it's a much watch watch it be uh, yeah. 20 days later yeah and not if not just for those reasons like just the visual uniqueness of like the lo-fi digital right, cam right you know it's so neat amazing killian murphy <laughs> oppenheimer sucks <laughs> <laughs> all right next movie train to busan um, train to Busan. Train to Busan. All right, let, let me. Uh, I, I can recap this one real quick. Basically, it's like, it's a zombie movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zombie movie. There's like some biotech lab, right? In South, it's a South Korean film. There's some biotech oh. lab that has some man-made virus that somehow got leaked, right? And similar to whatever harvard university did with that monkey in 28 days later right right um the the how it got leaked is not um exactly clear but it does get leaked um and it spreads like wildfire throughout the entire throughout south korea and most of the train most of the film takes place on a train hence the name and it, it basically happens when an infected person gets onto a train with a bunch of people on it and now everyone on the train has to fight for survival. Right. It's uh, it's this is my first time hearing about it because I'm watching it. Um, I haven't watched too many Korean films to be honest with you. It's, really? I don't. Th- I watch. I think I watch more Japanese films than Korean films. Yeah, I think honestly I do too. Yeah. There, like, there are definitely some good films yeah, coming of out of Korea though. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what do you like, Tony Busan? I yeah yeah I definitely do I think one of the cool things about it is that you know it's pulling from the progressions of the zombie you know um genre we're we're getting the fast feral scary zombies you know like in 28 audiences right the audiences and stuff you know we've seen the slow zombies a lot right there's probably um, a reason to bring stuff like that back, the mass hordes and things. Right, um, but, like, this but, is just scary. Dreamers right? is legit scary. <laughs> <laughs> There's an urgency in the kind of, like, I don't know, that the zombies create, the sort of things they do and stuff, right. you it's, know. And it, it, the pacing, I think, is really good. And, like, there's yeah. never, like, there's moments of rest but it never feels unneeded. Right? It's, for a zombie movie, like, it's solid. The characters are strong and identifiable. Like, every character has their own motive, their own sort of, like, beliefs they pull from. You know know how I feel about 
like the heroes. Yeah, yes, they're very identifiable. Sometimes too right. identifiable. So like, <laughs> there's just some Koreans. They they just I feel like their characters, especially in K dramas. Do you see it more in K dramas than movies? Right. They're, they just take the characters and they just blow it out of proportions. Right. I but in this one, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It it lets you see the growth of the main character throughout the film. Yeah. You know, we see him be a jackass, and then you go, okay, he needs to not be a jackass, and he gets that kind of progression as we go along. Right. Right. He learning from these other people. Yeah, and and it's like. And what I appreciate about the movie is it doesn't want to give you I like the best ending. You know, the ending I would say is not right. <laughs> it's not it the gives, most satisfying yeah. ending, but it's it, it, it's, <laughs> right. it's, it's one definitely that sense. right. It's not a satisfying ending, but it follows through on all the threads and mm. completes itself. Yeah, yeah. As you know, I can appreciate that. I just hate one of the characters. You know who I'm talking about? Fucking asshole. <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. Everybody does. If you don't, I am worried about you. It's <laughs> like, dude just has no fucking morals. Right, but I still appreciate that they gave him the kind of nuance to show that he's still, really, he's the scaredest of them all. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. Like, fear makes people do things. That's right. just so, and it, they don't even know that what they're doing is so goddamn horrible. Right. So, like, yeah, what he's doing, you know, he just, the fear just makes him act on all of his selfless impulses. Yeah. And it, it's kind of apt because he's a CEO, you know. C-O-O-O-C-O-O. Get it right. Oh, my bad. My bad. But you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. Like, it, it's sort of getting at that sort of, commentary and stuff those sorts of uh, it's pulling from our expectations of these characters and using it but it adds nuance to these characters still right. to make you know actual points not just um necessarily political ones it's more focused on people's beliefs and how they act on them yeah hate this movie right. fucking hate this Kanye, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. how do you feel about this movie Fortnite balls per se. What? <laughs> he hates it too, Mark. <laughs> uh, Fortnite balls, Kyle. Yeah. What? What? What were you? What were you gonna say? Um, I think it's an interesting thing too because we're it puts you in the midst of a zombie apocalypse as it's happening. I right. think a lot of zombie movies, they sort of focus on the aftermath when there are already so many zombies. Watching one happen and these people figuring out what it is, is, you know, that was an interesting problem for them to solve while they're on a fucking bullet train. <laughs> right, and it's, it's, I like that. It's, um, I didn't even know there was a term for it, claustrophobic movies. Um, right. It's a very claustrophobic movie, and it's like most of the, fi not most, but like, my favorite parts of the film are when they're just trying to get through the car trains. Right, which, when I was first watching it, um, I don't know how many years back, it reminded me a lot of, I don't know if you've seen this one either, Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer, I've heard of this, I have not watched it though. Oh, you gotta watch it. The There's like, um, that one is very much more a political commentary gotcha. and stuff, but the way they move through the cars was reminding me of um, 
that. Yeah, or like um, it's, it's kind of similar. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, mm. that movie kind of makes you want to fucking grow up <laughs> with how claustrophobic <laughs> it is. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah. I I don't have. I mean, based on like the content alone and how it's produced, Trainer Busan is a great film. It's right. just personally, I uh, I don't think it's super necessary to watch. It is a fun film, though. Right. I think if it does reinforce humane ideals, right. I think in that right, you know, it's a good film. Good and film. Reaffirming in that way. Talks about um, a lot of focus on family, too. With with right. just his relationship with his daughter, with his mom, with his mother, and and yeah, and, a lot uh, of these relationships, and then you know how he met this other guy, with a pregnant wife, right, and then right. and how they bonded through this whole journey. Mm-hmm. Right, Fun the film. the baseball student, the baseball that scene student. where they yeah. they go through how many cars was that? Like five different cars, right, right, <laughs> against all these zombies. This they. It still has these heroes that, you know, I've rewatched this movie I don't know how many times. And watching the heroic act of them doing that, right. when they choose to be selfless and do these things to help people and they get have them to. Out, of, out of the closet and stuff, yeah. it, it's fun rewatching that. Right. Even if, you know, the ending doesn't quite, isn't quite happy. Those heroic acts are still something that I do find myself enjoying when I read. Right, them. and it's it's you know, the the it counts. I mean, at least some people got to survive. <laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah. It, it it does amount to something. Right, you know? so it's. I think it's also commentary. Yeah, and just I mean, like, don't ever feel like nothing you do, doesn't matter. Right, it's yeah. It's like a complete. I don't know. The message, I guess, is to not give up and give in to those defeatist ideas of, well, who's going to care for me? Let's right, just let you know, everybody for theirself. Yeah, it's like you got to do it. <laughs> I, I think this is, um, I think it's, it's also just like a South Korean ideal. Um, this kind of this kind of idea that, you know, men are supposed to be the ones who take the risks. <laughs> I, 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 I know. It's like yeah, there. That is a good critique of this movie. The heroic acts are mainly done by the men, right? And, and <laughs> you know, it's that's just how they think. It's, right. it's nothing bad. Right. It's how it's how society has functioned for most of its <laughs> history. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I still feel like the film in general is a strong portrayal of the importance of community right during times of duress yep and so uh, actually i want to talk about like there we haven't touched about this but i was getting little bits of like anti-government establishment in this film too so mm. it's like it's like during time of war you know oh not war but like a zombie apocalypse can you really trust what the government's gonna tell you Right, that thing where they have the government saying that, um, what was it? It was riots right, breaking yeah. out, not that it was a mass disease. Right, <laughs> it is like, oh. Um, and I, I, I think that's that's a good point to look at. I would love to watch this again and just look at that again. Dig more, right. dig deeper into that, that anti-establishment uh, idea. 
Right. I think, yeah, that might be interesting. I don't know if I've ever caught so much of that. In yeah, this, yeah, I, I, it's. I think it's, it's definitely an undertone. Right, right. The way they make, it, like, they comment on it, like the every man st- likes it stance. It might be unintentional, right? but that's how that that's how I felt about it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I. I can definitely see that though, because it is told from like the everyman stance, yeah. stance, like our main character and stuff, and it it does portray the rich people as like an everyman might view a rich person, selfish and all of that. Fucking yeah. assholes. <laughs> all right, well, what are we rating this movie, Mark? I, I got my rating. Uh, I for honestly, I forget. Let's remind ourselves from the audience. <laughs> oh, the um the, the rating scale? It's uh mm-hmm. watch immediately. Mm-hmm. Watch if available. And I think the last one is like watch approach with caution. <laughs> approach with caution. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I would say watch if available. But that's what I'm going for. It's a good movie. It's, a good movie. it's definitely not a bad pick at all. Nope, not at all. As far as hmm? Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. Yeah, it's just, you know, it it's reaffirming and can be happy, but also sad. It's just, it doesn't get quite at the level of, I don't know, It's fill me in here, Train. It's, it's in the way that Train 8 isn't just a zombie movie, I right. feel that Train 8 Busan is primarily a zombie movie. It right. doesn't have much to say. Be I mean, not that there's necessarily yeah. anything bad about genre movies. Right. It just I get what you mean. Yeah. It doesn't get at like the art above itself. It just feels like it's mainly that. Right. And and you know it's fun. And it, it, it's like mm-hmm. it's fun. It's good. It's, Definitely good. Yeah. You know. Solid. Very solid. I'd watch it again. I, I probably would watch it again actually, but. Watch yeah, it it's one that's very rewatchable. Right, right. But to me, I don't feel like it approaches the sense of art of something that, you know, you might consider cinematic canon, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I definitely know it's one of the more popular films to come out of Korea. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, it's fun. What, what, what do you think, Kanye? Good morning. Oh, oh he, he liked he it. He agrees. He li- so, so you like it, Kanye? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Kane had so many hands. Where did all these people come from? Good morning. Oh, he just brought them with. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Kanye agrees. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, Alright, we got one last movie to talk about. Um, <laughs> Sean of, Son the, of dead. the Dead. Dude, I love Son of the Dead. This was my second time watching it. <laughs> it's so funny. I love it's it. It's hilarious. It's funny. It's... It it pokes fun at all of the zombie tropes while still keeping it fresh. Right. Um, well, one difference is, you know, the zombies are definitely not, because it's a comedy film, it's not scary at all. <laughs> right. It's it, The zombies <laughs> are basically just walking babies. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, even the end, right, which the end, um, pulls yeah. from, like, 28 days later, having the zombie chained up. Right, but, but like, acting as if, like, it's just your new best friend now. <laughs> yeah, he's just, they still play video games. Yeah, right, in the shed. Fuck it. Right. 
I think. I think we said that big enough. It's not quite a spoiler, but it's not quite a spoiler. I I, I think don't understand it at the end. What? But but, but right. it's so weird and that like don't. By the time they've watched it, they already know what is happening. It's right, right. Um, it, it, actually, it, it pokes a lot of fun. As with that character specific that's locked up, it's like it kind of pokes fun at like his lifestyle before and after getting infected. It's like no difference. <laughs> right, right. It's no difference. He's just still playing games, exactly. eating like a slob. Exactly. <laughs> so that's fun. There's. Yeah, uh, there's... I honestly don't know how to describe the plot of Shaun of the Dead. It's There's so much going on. So yeah, it, it it's so funny. It, it goes by really fast. Right. Um, I mean, what exactly... I mean, he, it, it has to do with him being the man. No. Being the John McClane kind of to save his family and wife and friends. Not wife. Right. Ex-girlfriend. <laughs> but he has to step up to those expectations. Right, which is not him. He he would never step up if he didn't have to. Right. He's a he every he's an everyday slacker. There right. he and his his roommate, their life revolves around the pub. The pub, the <laughs> fucking Winchester. <laughs> and, yeah, and the fucking zombie apocalypse just gets in the way of that. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's like God was just like, you know what? I gotta fucking get you guys to shape up. What the fuck? Right. Like it's not exactly your typical zombie parody movie it's more like these are sitcom characters that oh shit there's a zombie apocalypse right, right. It's like, like going on it's, now it's like <laughs> fucking watching it's like an extended episode of whose line is it anyways <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i've it would be almost like if you're watching the IT crowd and there were zombies, or right. if you're watching Seinfeld and zombies right. showed up. They they take these kind of super, like, realistic, like, approach to what you would actually do in a zombie film. <laughs> like, too <laughs> yeah, realistic like, that it's not super entertaining, but it's entertaining because it is. <laughs> right, like the zombie apocalypse on the news, but nobody's paying attention right. to it, because what else is the news for other than sports? Right, right. <laughs> like, I actually, I think we talked about this. Uh, we, I mentioned this when we talked about Trinity Bhutan. It's like, most zombie movies, these people that are in the movies, they have no idea what a zombie is. It's like they've never seen a zombie movie in their life. <laughs> For real. Except of Shaun of the Dead, they're like, oh shit, we got zombies. <laughs> right, and so they just immediately yeah. you know, like, try to do what they're doing. But right. uh, the thing that killed me is when they see the other group that looks exactly <laughs> right. like them right. sneaking past them. Exactly. It's just, <laughs> yeah. Like, got the ex girlfriend, got his ex, got. I fucking hate the guy with the glasses. The guy who secretly has a crush on Sean's ex. <laughs> but won't oh, admit yeah. it. <laughs> that character right. is so funny, but it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> mm. uh, Sean of the Dead. I mean, there's um, not much to talk about Sean of the Dead. It's a funny zombie movie. Right. I think what's cool about it, though, is that it uses zombies to sort of represent the large... I don't know, aspect of society getting in the ways of their pub life and stuff. Like, it sort of represents the everyday anxieties, I guess, of a slacker. It's very anti-establishment in the way of, like, fuck you, dad kind of anti-establishment. Right, right. And it's... Uh, yeah. 
I I feel. I think I don't have anything I want to add to like you worded it basically how I would have. Right. It's. Is there any fun parts of Sonic that's like super stands out to me? I don't know. Like the ending's fun. Most of them die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them die. Um, ex- the ones you know, except for for his best friend who doesn't really die. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Any anything else? I think. I really love the portrayal of his dad. That the way, right. of, like, you know, they're in this mass apocalypse, right? And his dad is still being so stepdad, <laughs> cri- like critical, right? It, yeah. His stepdad is still being so critical of everything he's doing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, he just got fucking. He's about to die, and he's like, just even to his last breath, he's just like. I don't like you that much, son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I don't really like you. <laughs> He's doing his best, you know. Like, the Simon Pegg's character is trying his best, you know. It, like, he's legitimately trying to do he's, good. He's tra- no, it, it gets to a point. It, it, I think it makes a social commentary on, like, how easy this just gets stuck in this day-to-day routine. Right. And and just yeah, not do it, anything, because it does get Simon Pegg to sort of take on responsibility at at some point. You know, he asked he has all of these people, his friends and stuff, depending on him and his plans and stuff. So, the movie in that way, it is sort of about the slacker, you know, taking on some sort of responsibility. <laughs> right, I know it's it's a good um in his own way. So it, it is it's. <laughs> it's it's a good movie to, you know, if you want to, like, subtly tell someone that they're being a fucking lazy douchebag, just own this movie. <laughs> I think the movie is for the lazy douchebags. Right. It's very much a reclamation. <laughs> right. And a way of showing how to move forward positively with it. Right, right. No, just so That, the, like... You gotta, that sometimes all you need in life is just going to the pub, you know? You just gotta like, go to the pub, go to the Winchester. <laughs> sometimes it's fine to just play video games. Right, you don't need right. to expect just, so much of yourself. Just not all the time that your fucking girlfriend breaks up with you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, which might happen to me soon. Oh, no. Uh, which is it's a funny way to look at, like, the the best friend character that... It's almost like a portrayal of him not wanting to give that stuff up. Right. Even though it's like, I gotta grow up, man. I got a fucking girlfriend. I, I'm, I, I might marry this woman. It's like, no. You're playing video games with me. <laughs> That's you with me, Mark, when I get married. It's like, Trey, don't leave. <laughs> Kanye, what do you think? Good morning. <laughs> oh. Kanye, Kanye loves all of these movies, man. He he loves them. <laughs> it's like audio. You no, know what? what do you guys think of of Son of the Dead? <laughs> Yo. Oh. Ooh. Wait, how come they don't like Son of the Dead? They must be hot fuzz fans. <laughs> is that his, is that another movie <laughs> that he's in? Simon Pegg. <laughs> yeah, that there's um, what do they call it? There's um, a trilogy actually. Um, what did there's a name for it? Oh no, hot fuzz. I'll pull it up. Cornetto trilogy. Cornetto. Oh. Um, because in every um, so in Hot Fuzz, World's End, and Shaun of the Dead, they feature 
um, this ice cream cone, the Cornetto, and all of them. Oh wait, so is 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 like is is Hot Fuzz and Son of the Dead like related? <laughs> Not in um, uh, story terms. Like it's the, they're like an anthology, uh, almost. Uh, sort of. It's just the Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, and Nick Frost mainly. Mm. Um, pagan Nick, pagan Frost. That's their collaborations together. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Let's watch Hot. Is Hot Fuzz a good movie? Hot Fuzz is insanely funny. All right, we're gonna watch Hot Fuzz then. All right, that's um. Let's let's rate Shaun of the Dead. This this yeah. for me is a must watch because oh, really because it like Twenty Eight Days Later. Instead of setting the groundwork for f- future zombie films. This one kind of deconstructs it in a comedic way. <laughs> right. It, it does so many funny things with them. I think in terms of comedy, it's a must-watch. But I think in general, I would give it like a watch if available. Okay. I, I, I can agree with that. Right. Right, right. Yeah? What, what do you think, Kanye? Good morning. I guess that's a good thing. He likes it. <laughs> Okay, so that's it. We've yeah. we finished episode four. We talked about the Oscars, talked about uh, older films and newer films that we're, we've watched recently. Talked uh-huh. about the Con Festival for a little bit. Right. We talked took about, a look at yeah, yeah. some of like why you might watch some of these unconventional zombie right. movies and sort of what you can pull from them more than zombies are scary. <laughs> right, right. It, um, that was zombie movies. Let's let's uh should, should we plug? Actually, I, yeah, I might as well plug the next episode. The, the next episode, I, I don't think you remember this, but I, I, I have to list pull it up. It is Yasujiro Ozu. Ooh. We are going to be watching three films by Yasujiro Ozu. I'm not going to reveal the, the movies. We'll give that a little surprise. Mm-hmm. But if, for what for the people that do know who Yasujiro Ozu is, uh, you guys better be excited because he's one of my favorite directors. He he right. makes amazing films. Two of Pretty different from... Right. From what we were just looking right, at. Right, very different. Uh, two of these I've seen, one of them I've not seen. The one that I've not seen was the one that you recommended. Um, mm. uh, so I'm I'm super excited for Yasuji Rose. This, this might be the episode that I'm most excited about, besides like Satoshi Khan or something. Mm. <laughs> mm. Uh, no, it should be fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, Kanye, you, you excited for Yasuji Ozu? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa! Well, good thing you're not on the next episode, Kanye. Whoa, that's good. Actually, have we f- have we found the special guest yet for the next episode? I think we. Um, I, I think I'm, we I'm, did. I'm actually not sure. Um, no, no, Mark, Mark, you want you want to let me know who it is, or you want to tell me later? Yeah, we're pulling in big here, Train. We're pulling yeah. in the big, yeah, the big streets. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Who is it, Mark? You ready for this? I I don't know if I can. Like like yeah, I'm so excited. You ready for this train? You ready for this? Um, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what is it, Mark? We're getting Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. Steven... No freaking way. Exactly. Indiana Jones man. <laughs> the Goonies. Good morning. All of these amazing movies. E.T. Kanye's excited about Steven Spielberg too. Well, too bad you're not on the next episode, Kanye. Bitch ass. We got Steven Spielberg. (laughs) Um, Steven Spielberg, I don't know. I don't like him. 
He looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie about the big fucking giant or whatever? Yeah, or well, like like some movie about like Nazis and Jews. I don't know. I forget which one that was. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> um, I I I didn't even know that. Like, how how you how'd you get in contact with Steven Spielberg? He goes to my mom's postcard club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think Steven Spielberg did stuff like that. Yeah, he's pretty down to earth, Trin. Come on now. Damn. Know it? I should have known because, you know, I saw Marty at a Target, so I should be that concerned. <laughs> right. Mr. Mouth goes to Target. <laughs> uh, you, Who knows? You, maybe maybe Steven Spielberg will claim that title right. for Marty. We haven't, we haven't been in touch with Marty for a bit, working on his new movie and all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hopefully he'll try and be on an episode again. Um, maybe he'll do a Kanye. He'll just start begging us to get on. Right. Um. So next next, <laughs> next month, uh, February twenty eighth, right? Twenty eighth. It's that many days. Well, I forget how many days are in I'm February. I'm pretty sure this year's a, a leap year. Is right? it? I'm pretty sure. Twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Right. February twenty right. ninth. So that means we have less time <laughs> next month to actually record. A few days less. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, Yasuchiro, so you got look forward to that. Yasuchiro Ozu and Steven Spielberg. Um, anything else you want to say to the All audience? Good night and good luck. <laughs> it's like you're gonna kill <laughs> yeah, don't fall asleep. Don't fall. Oh yeah, that's a good. Don't fall asleep. Kanye, you want to say something to the people before we head out? Fortnite balls. I'm gay. Oh, you gonna finish that thought, Kanye? Good morning. No, okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, thank you, Kanye, for being on the episode. Um, Thank you, Kanye. Thank you, Kanye. Uh, Greatly appreciate. Greatly appreciate, dude. I feel like Kanye had more input than we did in this episode. Right? Like I was learning things about these movies from Kanye. Right. What the fuck? Thank you. No, everybody. Big round of applause for Kanye. Big round of applause. Big round of applause. Come on now. Come on now. Give it up for the man. Alright. That is it. That that does it for the fourth episode. Right? Fourth episode? The fourth episode right. of Real Mouth. My name is Talo Huang, and you are. Mark. I hate Kanye. Uh, <laughs> Mark McCleskey. <laughs> and, uh, I'm Mark McCleskey. Yeah, he's Mark McCleskey. <laughs> and uh I got Kanye. And I hate Kanye. I'm coming for you. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bark, bark, bark. <laughs> and we will uh we're signing off thank you for listening yeah, and we'll see you next month see you next month 29th of february for yasuchiro ozu with steven spielberg